everyone, welcome to PBV Pod. I'm Steve Johnson, and today I am joined with Sharon Dunn. Sharon, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Good. Well, okay, so today we are going to talk about 95% group, and we have PBVU uh, starting next week on Monday, July 23rd. We're going to have four 95% group sessions, which we're really super excited about, and um, it's going to, you know, they're going to delve into core instruction and a lot of other wonderful things uh, at our school sites. Um, I think for our conversation right now, a good place to start is how did you come across 95% group? Well, that is a great question. And to answer that effectively, I need to set the stage a bit. Um, and it goes back to when I first was appointed principal at Loudoun in 2009-10. And at that time, our district opened a new school and almost half the staff went to the new school. There was an economic downturn in California. We had teacher layoffs. We had teachers from that had only taught in primarily high socioeconomic schools displaced to other schools, some were displaced to Loudoun, and um, it was just a difficult time. And at that time, Loudoun was about 64% poverty and 20% EL. Um, after the first year, I realized that, you know, we really didn't have any reliable reading data for early literacy, and we needed some information to let our teachers know what what is happening. I just could see that um, our students were really struggling. So my second year, I brought in Dibble's next assessment to help us figure out where our students were in regards to early literacy, oral reading fluency, accuracy, comprehension. And the real turning point and the moment of reality was when our end of the year data came in at the end of that second year. And I looked at our kindergarten data and our, kinder our kindergartners you know, started the school year at about 40% at benchmark. And they ended the year 29% at benchmark, which meant 71% of our kindergarten students were going to enter first grade at risk, extremely at risk. And um, that was alarming. Um, we, uh, the data always tells a story. And this story uh, created a sense of urgency that our ship was sinking and it was sinking fast. And our goal at Loudoun became very clear. That was to identify struggling readers and to help them become proficient readers. For the first time, we really began to understand that we were not meeting the reading needs of our students. And to top things off, Loudoun's poverty level was quickly changing. Within a few short years, our poverty rate reached 88% and our EL was about 30%. Our students' needs were changing and our charge was to meet those needs. We had wonderful, hardworking teachers, but the data was showing otherwise that we, we were not effective in teaching the foundational skills needed for proficient readers. So in the summer of 2011, I attended the Dibbles Super Institute to better understand what our data was telling us. I came equipped with my data in hand and it was a sea of red data. <laughs> During this four-day institute, I walked right up to the, one of the authors, Dr. Roland Good, and showed him Loudon's data. And he looked at me, he's tall, lanky, he has big eyes. He looked at me with those big eyes and he raised up his hand. He said, but there is something you can do about this. And I said, well, yes, what, what is it? As a new principal, I was dying. He smiled and he walked away. 
And I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> During this institute, I, I was in that ballroom standing there and I looked at all these tables. There was Anaheim, uh, LA Unified, Compton, all these different school districts. I went from table to table, tried to glean some understanding what they processes they had in place. And one thing was clear, nobody had the same um, way of doing things. And um, that created a real challenge. This made me more determined to help our students. For the next two years, we implemented small group instruction. We implemented differentiation of the core, utilized different intervention materials that had worked in the past. The data showed improvement, but it was not consistent improvement in addressing all the areas of reading. The five big ideas of reading are phonemic awareness, alphabetic principle, accuracy, and fluency with text, vocabulary and comprehension. It wasn't until I, I attended the National Title I conference in 2014 in my quest to improve early literacy, vocabulary, and comprehension. It was at this conference that I met Dr. Susan Hall, who is the creator and co-founder of 95% Group. I passed by her kiosk, I saw her book, I dibbled now what, I looked at her materials, she had the manipulatives out, and I remember it like yesterday. It was like a jolt of lightning that went through me. I thought, this is it. This is what is needed. I knew enough about reading that I realized it w that her diagnostic assessment that she had laid out there was key not to mention the materials and processes that she created for the teachers. This is exactly what we needed. 95% Group's Diagnostic Assessment pinpoints the specific reading skill deficits so teachers can group, te group students for focused intervention based on the diagnostic assessment results. Not only that, Dr. Hall and her team developed the materials and processes to clean up the specific reading skill deficits so that students can become proficient readers. When I realized this, it literally changed my world, changed the world at Loudoun, and ultimately the district. So how did this change the district, everything that you learned? Well, during that time, I was fortunate enough to be a part of the LCAP team, and I got to work with Dr. Dave Onsom, for those of you who remember him. Um, and through the LCAP process, we found the overall a major concern that rose to the top was early literacy in our district, and we weren't meeting the needs of the kids effectively. Dr. Bianchi had formed a small committee to search out uh, leading research, uh, reading specialists support, to support our district. And due to the quest at Loudoun to improve reading instruction and meeting Dr. Hall at the National Title I Conference, I recommended her to Dr. Bianchi as a reading specialist, and ultimately, through the search, um, Dr. Hall rose to the top and she was um, selected to support our district. At Loudoun, we jumped right in. We implemented 95% group full force, the assessments, materials, and processes, kindergarten through sixth grade. We used Dibbles Next for teachers to identify students who may be at risk for reading difficulties and progress monitor at-risk students while they receive additional targeted instruction like 95% group and we examine the effectiveness of the system of instructional supports at the school. Now our data is telling us a different story. The kindergarten students 
at Loudoun are ending their kindergarten year 90% at or above benchmark according to Dimples Next. I also would like to note the accuracy rate um, in reading has risen significantly across all grade levels. The accuracy rate in reading um, for sixth graders is at 89% this year. This is primarily due to 95% group and not to mention the hardworking and talented teachers that we have at Loudoun. I would be remiss if I did not mention the amazing growth and progress Loudoun has experienced as measured through Dibbles, but that that growth has translated over to our CASP results in ELA. The, we've had significant growth and increase in the effect size of our ELA CASP scores. It's truly been remarkable. The overarching goal of 95% group is to help identify and address any struggling reader. Sounds pretty straightforward, right? But we find in reality is that the teachers are not equipped with the same knowledge base. Why is it that all teachers don't know the same thing about reading? This is the core issue. Not all teachers have the same knowledge and, and when it comes to early literacy and teaching reading. I love the fact that the focus of Dr. Hall and 95% group is how to best equip the teachers. The teacher is the primary person who teaches reading. Computers do not. Teacher knowledge is the base driver. The 95% group consultants are reading experts who come alongside and educate our teachers and paraprofessionals to become skilled in teaching reading. No doubt about it, we have to have both excellent teacher knowledge as well as quality assessments and materials. So what should a principal know about early literacy? Well, that's a good question. It's really important to know the skills that create readers. Phonemic awareness and oral language. Re reading is a language-based skill, not a visual skill. It starts with the understanding of sounds and spoken language not looking for print initially. It's vital to build phonological awareness first, then move into matching sounds to letters. Building letter sound correspondent and correspondence and phonics patterns. The two main foundational skills for kindergarten and first grade are phonemic awareness and phonics. Knowing this helps the understanding of Dibbles Next, which measures first sound fluency and phonemic segmentation fluency. Segmenting phonemes is the best predictor of who will be a reader at the end of first grade. The reader also has to match the sound to the letter. This is measured with nonsense word fluency or NWF. Now the reason we measure with nonsense word or non-words is because a kindergartner first grader would have memorized or could have memorized some words in print already. The goal is automatic letter sound matching and automatic reading closed syllable patterns so there's automaticity, quickly knowing it will be a short vowel sound. Principals and teachers need to have an understanding about dibbles. Dibbles indicates if the students have the critical skills yet, such as phonemic awareness and phonics. The phonemic awareness indicator is uh, phoneme segmentation fluency and the phonics indicator is nonsense word fluency. Dibbles uses nonsense word fluency because the use of unfamiliar vowel consonant string is a true measure 
and shows the ability to blend. So uh, why is dibbles important in grades three through sixth? And um, since you know my background's in junior high, if you could touch upon junior high as well and, uh, and how that instruction's important in those grades. Well, uh, that's another good question. So if a student didn't get foundational reading skills in kindergarten, first or second grade, they won't read multisyllabic words and they, they won't have the word attack st strategies for science, social studies, or novels. All students have to grow, even the good readers. We need to know, are they growing in accuracy, fluency, and comprehension? The Dibbles benchmark goal is the lowest acceptable score showing that the student is 80 to 90% likely to become a proficient reader or stay on track of reading proficiency. The purpose is to find out, find those students who are not on track and to change instruction. This is the reason to screen all students. This is where 95% comes in to change the, pre, um, the prediction and change the outcome. Bottom line is we have to understand why. Prevention is possible we can prevent reading failure. Intervention is hard. As you know, in junior high, it's the gap is huge. We want to prevent it. Elementary has a huge task. I admire all teachers, but elementary teachers really have their work cut out for them, especially in high poverty schools. We have to be intentional on how to spend our time. We have to know our readers. The teachers need to teach exactly what they need. Um, is it phonemic awareness or phonics? And how do we do that? Do we do that through, we do it through the diagnostic assessments, materials, and processes of 95% group. And Dibbles tells us exactly who is in need. Dibbles provide clarity in regarding measurement of data. This is why it's so important to measure the success or lack of success. You know, it's, it's a journey. Nothing's perfect. We don't need to be perfect in order to be effective. The importance is that everybody is good at the same thing, pulling in the same direction, right direction, um, team moving together ever so slightly. Like I said, you know, there's no silver bullet. Um, if we stick with it, as in um, the clarity that the data provides us through Dibbles, the materials and processes and diagnostic assessments of 95% group. You know, teachers and administrators are hungry for something that works. At Loudoun, it's worked very successfully. We've um, had over nine school districts from the outside areas come and see what we're doing because they want to know why we're getting the results in Dibbles or why are our CASP scores growing so much. We've had um, schools within our own district come and visit and you know, it's, it's affirming to the hard work that our teachers are doing at Loudoun. And um, the bottom line is it creates hope for students, hope for their future. One of the things you, you just said was pulling in the right direction, getting everyone kind of going the same way. And everything that I've learned, especially recently, uh, attests to that, all the research. If you could just get uh, leaders, um, academic coaches, teachers, all just pulling in the same direction, there can be really, really great benefits of student learning. Yeah, and, and, and to circle back around, you know, what's important for principals to know, it's important for principals to to sit right in there with the academic coaches and teachers and um, 
during professional development with the consultants and, and you're, all of you are pulling together in, in that direction that creates um, fidelity to implementation mm -hmm. and uh, you'll get results. Definitely. Well, Sharon, thank you so much. I'm excited about the sessions that the district will be offering uh, next week for 95% Group, and I appreciate your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure.